0: Um, So I guess this is just a quick synopsis of, um, I guess, the important parts of my life. Uh, I grew up in a Christian home, going to church every weekend. My mother taught me all the stories of the Bible, yet I never experienced a personal relationship with Christ. At 18 years old, I joined the U.S. Army as an infantry soldier. During my time in the military, I was deployed to the front lines twice. My second deployment was in Iraq, which started in the summer of 2004 and was incredibly rough on me. My life was in danger every day, yet in my pride I failed to turn to God in prayer for protection. My heart and mind were far away from Christ, but even in the midst midst of constant danger, God was still protecting me. God was listening to the prayers and honoring the faith of my parents as they lifted prayers of protection over me. Proverbs 14, 26 says, Whoever fears the Lord has a secure fortress, and for their children it will be a refuge. After returning from the war, I was incredibly troubled. I suffered from PTSD, anxiety, and depression. My heart was full of anger and hate. But still, I did not turn to Jesus, he who is the ultimate medic, he who offers permanent healing. Psalms 147.3 says, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. In my despair, I turned to drugs and alcohol, hoping that these substances would fill my void in my soul, hoping by my own strength to heal my mental illnesses, to finally find peace and joy. Instead, I spiraled deeper in my sorrow, even to the brink of suicide. Yet Jesus, because of his great love for me, sent his angels to comfort me. Psalms 34:18 says the Lord is near the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. My unbelieving, unrepenting heart had to go through more disappointment before I realized the need to reestablish a relationship with Christ Jesus. Shortly, I was honorably discharged from the military uh, in Colorado Springs, Colorado. I started to associate with gang members. I felt alone and rejected, and these people filled my need of acceptance and respect. Proverbs 13.20 says, walk with the wise and become wise, for a companion of fools suffers harm. Eventually, my choices for association and bad decisions, and ultimately a broken relationship with Jesus, landed me in prison. I remember the first night I spent in jail, knowing that I was guilty and destined to be locked up for some time. Defeated and ashamed, I buried my face in the pillow and prayed for the first time in years. I remember all, I I don't remember all of the prayer, but I remember asking God, is this life what you want for me? That day my heart yearned for change, a change only God could provide. Psalms 121 says, in my distress I cried unto the Lord and he heard me. Psalms 119.71 says, it is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I may learn thy statutes. From that day forward, God started to work in my life. Even though I was in the midst of the darkness, God read the desire of my heart to know him and to turn away from a sinful life. Second Peter 3.9 says, The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Shortly after I was released, I adopted a sickly six-week-old chocolate lab puppy. God used this sick little dog to help soften my heart. I learned compassion and tenderness through caring for his illness. To further get away from my sinful desires, I moved from the big city life to the mountains of Colorado. It was there that Jesus continued to work in my life by transforming my character and personality. It was in the mountain wilderness accompanied by my dog that I opened my heart fully to Jesus. For hours, Razi and I would hike, and for hours, I would pray. My constant request was, Lord, transform me into a new man as you will it, and give me wisdom, knowledge, and intelligence for your glory. In 2010, I moved back to Canada. Due to my criminal history, I was ordered back to the States. But God's will for my life was in place, and he made a way for me to stay. Initially I lived with my parents. My mother and I started to open the Word of God. We studied the lives of characters of the Bible. Men and women who had gone through trials, failures, and disappointments, but ultimately their love for God and trust in him had changed their lives forever. These were messages of hope for me. I started to look back into my life and saw clearly God's hand at work in my life. His protection over me during the war, situations I used to consider luck, were now eye-opening realizations of God's love for me. God continued to work in my heart, and I didn't even realize it at first. God started to remove anger, hate, pride, anxiety, and depression from my being and he replaced it with patience, compassion, humility, peace, joy, and love. I feel like God was prepping my heart to introduce me to my future wife. Jeremiah 29:11 says, "For I know the plans I have for you," declares the Lord, "plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future." If I could have looked ahead into the future from the confines of my prison cell and saw myself as I am today, I would have never believed it. A student soon to graduate in the field of mechanical engineering, great career job prospects, married to a woman who fears the Lord and constantly encourages me to seek him above all, and a beautiful baby boy due at the start of the new year. There is no way that through my own strength I could have changed the course of my life. Yet here I stand, a changed man. For some time now, I had been putting off being baptized. I thought that I had to have my life in order. I felt like I had to overcome my faults and live a good life. However the reality is that no one can live a perfect life. That as soon as you think you've got your act together, you realize that there's other areas of sin that need to be dealt with. Jesus accepts us just the way we are, even with faults and shortcomings. If we come to him in humility, we place our faith and trust in him. Jesus will work in our hearts and transform us into a new life in him. John six thirty-seven. all those the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me, I will never drive away. Today I desire to get baptized, because I renounce the sin in my life, and I no longer want to live a life that offends God. In Jesus Christ, I have a new life, and I want to demonstrate thankfulness and obedience to God by publicly publicly declaring my love for Jesus. Now, with Christ in my life, as I trust in him, my mind is renewed. I look to God for help in all areas of my life. By no means am I perfect or even a good man. But it is through the grace of God and remembering what he's done for me because of his great love that I live my life for him. My desire is to grow my relationship with Jesus each and every day because in him there is true joy, true happiness that endures even through the hard times of life. Psalms 103, 1-5 says, Praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the Eagles
1: and so God even right now we thank you for Chris we thank you for the way that you have been working in his life from parents who faithfully have taught him the Word of God and have taken him to church and have done all that was within their power and yet ultimately God it was you drawing Chris in your time and in your way we see that this man is a broken man. And that is the way that any of us come to you. And we come broken hearted. But it says it's theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And God, we just thank you for the work that has begun in this man and that we pray that in the um, today and in the weeks, months, and years, and decades ahead, God, that your good and your perfect plan would be lived out in and through his life as he continues to be conformed and transformed into the image of Jesus Christ for your glory. Not so people look at Chris and say, oh, look at, look at Chris. They would say, oh, look at Christ. Look at what Christ has done in the life of this man, in his family, in his work, and in the abilities that you've given him. Would it be used for your honor and your glory? And so we praise and thank you for all that you've done and all that you are yet to do in your name, Jesus. Amen.